it. This one's a doozy. Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name's Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is actor, writer, director, multi hyphenate Alex Karpovsky. Oh, you guys, where do I even start about this? gem of a human being. I have so much love for Alex Karpovsky uh, and our comedic timing banter chemistry I think is phenomenal. Um, listen, we've had our ups and downs. You're going to hear all about it on the podcast. But overall, Alex, if you're listening, I adore you. Oh my God. And I'm so glad you're on the podcast. Uh, the rest of this intro is just me speaking <laughs> speaking my mind directly to Alex. Um, all the things I did not get to say uh, on the actual podcast during the conversation. Anyway, let me let me talk talk to you guys, the listeners. Um All right. So, you know Alex Karpovsky. He is one of the one of the stars of Girls. You've seen him in Hail Caesar, Tiny Furniture, Inside Lewin Davis. He's also written and directed his own films, uh Red Flag, Rubberneck. Both of these movies are available on iTunes. He's directed episodes of Girls, and he even tells me during this conversation that he recently directed an episode, an upcoming episode of Love, so look forward to that. Um, And now you can see Alex Karpovsky, the hip, cool, casual, effortlessly chic genius that is Alex Karpovsky. You can see him starring in a fantastic new comedy that I actually watched and truly do love. I'm not just bullshitting because I have done that before, but I won't do it again. And this is me being a truth teller. I swear to fucking God, I love this movie. Alex stars in a new comedy called Folk Hero and Funny Guy alongside Wyatt Russell, Meredith Hagner, David Cross, Michael Ian Black, Heather Morris, Melanie Linsky, and Hannah Simone. The movie was written and directed by Jeff Grace. Jeff, if you're listening, oh my God, I love your movie. Thank you so much for this. I hope you end up on the show. I, I believe I'm going to arrange that. Um, anyways, let me get back on track here. It's, uh, all right. So Alex and I, we go on a tangential journey as per the usual over here on the Love Alexi podcast where we explore our relationship. We, un- we unravel the elaborate he said, she said of how we met. It's, oh man, is it? <laughs> This is a good one. I mean, you know, things like forgotten kisses and long overdue apologies happen during the podcast. I, I, it's too much. I'm, I'm gushing. I'm freaking out. Um, I'm, I'm experiencing internally what you guys will soon experience if I ever shut the fuck up. Anyway, we also talk about Alex's roles in not one, but two Coen Brothers films. Uh, we talk about love, the show, not the emotion. We don't talk about, we don't talk about dating with Alex Karpovsky. His lips are sealed. He's a gentleman. He is now. Anyway, okay. So we talk about directing. We talk about his uh, his role in this movie, Folk Hero and Funny Guy, uh, which is now available on iTunes um, and uh, digital and on demand, whatever that means. All I know is just go go support the movie. Buy it on iTunes. You won't regret it. Rent it. Buy it. How dare you? Anyway, here's what I think. Come for the caliber of Alex Karpovsky's, Alex Karpovsky's stardom. Like, but but stay and enjoy the podcast for the unbelievable comedic chemistry and sexual tension between me and Alex. You're welcome. Uh, side note of a side note, I do want to say that the beginning of the podcast starts with uh, with us talking about how Alex nearly brought a woman into the studio with him. Um, and I didn't realize who he was going to bring into the studio. Turns out she she's a very well-known actress. Who shall remain nameless? But I just wanted to give you that uh, salacious tidbit of nothingness that he nearly brought in. Uh, another movie star into the Love Alexi podcast, but she fr- she freaked out. Maybe she'll come back another day. Who knows? I hope to have Alex back on the show. That's a that's a promise that I'm I'm gonna make sure uh, he follows through with. Um, yeah, she decided to leave. Anyway, other highlights: Alex cracks his toes. A lot of other stuff. And I do want to mention um, something that Alex doesn't talk about on the show, but I just want to get this out there. He has uh, he does this thing. Okay, along with his sometime collaborator Teddy Blanks, uh, he's going to release a series of short interviews where he talks to people about therapy called Shrink. But don't get that confused with the Shrink that's already on the air. But I've actually never heard of a show called Shrink that's already on the air. And as far as I'm concerned, the only Shrink to look forward to and look for is Alex Karpovsky and Teddy Blanks Shrink. So that's exciting. Um, what else can I tell you? I, I want to make an announcement to everybody out there. Now, I have a, a girls' night in reminder. 
Okay, so Girls' Night In is a girls-only event that I'm throwing at a private residence this Saturday, June 3rd, 2017. It's like an adult slumber party vibe kind of gathering thing, except nobody's really sleeping over, but it's just it's just a vibe uh, filled with I, – I, I it's going to be a bunch of girls – who probably don't know each other, and the intention is that we get together, we mingle, it's a cool, fun mixer thing where we laugh, we all make new friends, we have snacks, we drink rosé. It's about creating community and feeling cozy. And uh, I've, this is probably going to be the, the second or third one I've thrown. It's a cozy blast, and I want to put this out there. This is your last chance to get tickets before Saturday, June 3rd. So if you want to go to Girls' Night In. Girls only, and you live in Los Angeles, you'd be crazy not to go. It's going to be super fun. DM me on Instagram and follow me on Instagram, at Alexi Wasser, for tickets and info. Um, you can always send me an email to dearlovealexi at gmail.com about Girls Night In or just whatever it is you want to email me about. And I'm going to do an upcoming episode where I read I, – I only read emails. So definitely send me an email. Uh, I also want to say Love Alexi is a listener-supported show, so feel free to donate if you like the show, if you want to support the show, if you want it to just keep going and show your love for the show, feel free to donate via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. And uh, you know what? I've gone on too long. Let's get to the good stuff. I will tell you about me smoking pot on Getting Dug with High and calling a guy who sent me a letter to my P.O. box to ask me out on a blind date. I'll tell you about that fucking uh, crazy gold magic uh i'll tell you about that next week so uh yeah because right now i gotta get i I gotta i gotta get back to my guest alex karpovsky i love this episode so much so now i'm just gonna shut the fuck up finally so you can enjoy my conversation with the hilarious witty sharp charming handsome babe that is actor writer director multi-hyphenate god alex karpovsky now entering nerdist.com Unfucking believable. I thought it'd be really fun for her to join me. So join did. us for ten minutes because so I. So did I. And I was like, it'd be really fun, and Alexia would be really into it. Yeah. And, Is this? And she was into it, and then she walked in. And she's like, no, no, no. no. Too beautiful. Even though I'm so tired today, she's like, too beautiful. Too beautiful. Intimidating. Can't handle, Can't handle it. She wilts easily. Um, you're recording. Aristotle, this is my producer, Aristotle. Hey, Alex, hello. Alex Karpovsky. Nice to meet you. I'm very, very much looking cool. forward to this. This is the uh, same place Pete Holmes records. Very cool. Yeah, I think I saw his face on that wall. Is that him? Yeah. It looks like uh, That's him, right? Jack Tripper or whatever. Oh, my God. Who is it? I was uh, Insta-storying a little bit. You're what now? I was Insta-storying a little bit, being like, we almost had Alex Karpovsky in the studio. He's now left with a woman. She said I should just walk out of here. And no. I'm like, not doing Fuck that. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. No. Um, what's okay, you guys? Let's let's like get grounded in our truth. Do I need to wear the headphones? You don't. You do whatever you want. You're getting all the direction from him. What do I need to know through these things? I mean, I know, you can ask me questions. I, I know what I'm doing here. No, I, I, to, How? Ne- never, never, never cross your mind. Never cross even. your mind to even think that you're incompetent at your job. <laughs> Wouldn't use those words, but uh, okay. <laughs> um, wait, why am I not hearing me in my left ear? Because it's just shitty, just shitty headphones. Pete Holmes used these, these headphones. <laughs> fucking believable. Okay. Jack Tripper uses these headphones. Jack Tripper uses these uh, headphones. Aww. Oh my god. You know what? But wait. Oh no. 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 Not no. Oh yeah. Now. Oh. No. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. What can we do? Um, Guys, usually you know you kind of work out the tech stuff before you oh, the tone into the, the room. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, we've said it all, and uh, oh my god. Um. Let's get grounded in our truth. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You look so handsome. Stop it. Really? You, you are so handsome. You look strapping. You look fit. You look healthy. Mm-hmm. Just give me two more and then we'll be done. Mm, you look dapper. You look dashing. Okay, good. Oh, my God. That's who good. is... Okay. Thank you. Just a little backstory, even though mm-hmm. we were recording when all that hoopla happened. Mm-hmm. So Alex Karpovsky, talking right to the listeners, nearly entered the Love Alexi studio, uh, followed by a woman... Right? There's a woman. Followed by it. We walked in together. You walked in together with this beautiful, svelte, hip, cool, casual, effortlessly chic woman. Yeah. You almost very smart. Very smart. Very I confident woman. Didn't get a chance to find out. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? Because she... Ooh. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Stop toying with me, Alex Garbowski. <laughs> what? I'm just hanging out. 
God. <laughs> that was my toe. All right? That was my fucking toe. I'm so grossed <laughs> out. Here comes the left toe. No! <laughs> Shiver and shut the fuck up. Oh, got stage fright. Here we go. Big closer. Oh. <laughs> left toe. <laughs> They don't do that so quickly. Oh my god. It usually takes a little longer. Oh Jesus. Oh god. It's a little stuffy in here. You guys got any water? You know what? Biggest star we've had in the in the in the in the room. What happened today, Aristotle? We ran out of water. Ran ran out of water. You guys would think you'd learn from your mistakes. How are you supposed to grow as an idea if you don't make adjustments <laughs> based on mistakes? This is a mistake we're going to learn from. Aren't you excited to teach well, us? Well, learned yesterday. Well, I wasn't here. I don't podcast every day. I, I haven't been here in two fault? weeks. This is Aristotle's fault. A thousand percent Aristotle. Just take the... Come on. Take the hit. Take the hit. Take the hit. Anyway, so who is that woman? She was an old friend that I see once or twice a year. So every time I see her, I want to, you know, hear from... She says I talk too much, so I, <sighs> she would probably disagree when I say I would like to hear her. Is she French? No, she's American. Oh, my gosh. She's from she uh, Connecticut, so... America. I thought that was her coming up being like, I've changed my ways. That's the owner of <laughs> Your country is too confusing. Is it? <laughs> you did... have podcast in back of store. <laughs> she, she immediately came in here and just was rattled. Why? I don't know. I is it me it being a... like, oh, my God. This I think crazy. you were a huge part of it. I don't think so. <laughs> she seemed way ra- She seemed frozen and confused and, I, and, and just vigilant. From the get-go. And I popped my head out, was welcoming, being like, you got to get up here. Only warm vibes for me, I think. Yeah. no, But I don't want to talk about this for, for 30 minutes. But, okay. Uh, just, just just a few more then. Just like when months. she came in. No. No. But is she your girlfriend? Are you in love? No. Have you made it. out? Stop it. Have you made out? Maybe a few you ha- Have you had ago. full on? No, you no, did. You did. That's a joke. That's, that's not a joke. A joke. Yes, There's truth in humor. There's some truth to the humor. Oh. And then we hyperbolize it for more humor, but it's Clear your throat. True. Clear your throat. There's a gurgly, gargly thing in your throat, and I'm not into it. <laughs> oh my god stop flirting with me <laughs> stop he's li- oh god everything is worthy of insta stories one of the most handsome men i've ever seen you was in the coffee shop next to toy where i was just having an acai acai yeah my god you're handsome how cute are you and i was like that guy is good looking he was reading um well i won't say what he was reading was it you and it was just a reflection and uh and he gave me his number. Yeah. What are so you talking I'm about? I'm kind of writing a little bit of a high here. What the fuck? What do you mean he gave you his number? He's like, uh, let he's he's British. He's right? gay. I can't do accents, but he's like, let me get your number. We'll have a little chat about what. I'll give you ideas, and you can prick them and see if they pulp. And I'll say, yeah, I'll be your little prick. And then he gave me his number. Is he gay? No. He was actually uh, uh, mar- like married to a very uh, impressive Ugh, woman. You got some phlegm in the throat again. What the I fuck? I don't like I can hear it in my headphones, in the cans, <laughs> as they say. Shit yeah, oh, yeah. Here we go. You, you're the biggest diva. I, yeah. I've had other actors in here. She compliments and then she takes it it's away. My, seduce and betray. Seduce and betray. That's how I get you. Oh, what? I learned it from you, darling. Anyway. Wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So are you, let's give the, the listeners what they want. Are you single? Um, oh my god, it's gonna be a long one. <laughs> oh, is that is that what you're gonna do when you don't answer a question? I'm just you, you, seeing you how long that. it's gonna take for you to just let it go. Let it go. Yeah, you can just. Yeah, say and it. you don't need to let it go. I'm just seeing how long you're willing to spend doing this. Okay. Just with this first one question, <laughs> yeah. God forbid. Yeah. I've asked, I've asked every. Wait, so you are you available? I can't even ask you. I can't ask you if you're available. You're a hot babe. You're tall and strapping. I'd like to I protect catch. people's privacies. Oh, I'm not asking who you're dating. I'm just saying, are you available? Okay, I can. I'll protect your privacy. When just does so you don't when, talk about when does this thing air? Uh, next week, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. And how much of... Uh... Will you be single next Wednesday? <laughs> Just listen. Should we move on? Would you, you can't even say if you're single. Yeah, get in there. Please. I think, please. I think, I think we should move on. All right. I don't want to, um, I want to respect everyone's privacy. <laughs> everyone's 
everyone's. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I am go. not. I am not available. I love you. I'm unavailable. Me too, and I'm not even dating anyone. But still, yeah. well, I'm not dating anyone either. But I'm unavailable. Me too. No, just kidding. Anyway, Maybe. so I wa- I had a crazy. Do you need help with that, yeah, Alex? But you guys can't see. It's a. He's fumbling with a Listerine mint strip pack. I don't blame him. It's from 1992. I just bought. I like the ones that make you think like you're taking acid. Yeah. Let's do it, it together. Let's do it together. One, two, three. Very good. <laughs> okay. So I just watched uh, Funny Guy. We folk hero and Funny Guy. Mm-hmm. You're so fucking great in it. Thank you. And do you know how I watched this movie? Because I watch it. I. Okay. Amazon Prime. No, I got on the, your Vizio. No, I got uh, I got the link from your publicist, uh-huh. uh, or for the from the, the film's publicist, and uh, I was racing around this morning. Didn't have time to watch it yesterday. I was in lifts, apologizing to the driver, going, "Excuse me, do you mind if I put my earbuds in?" Which, of course, he's like so relieved, and because uh, I'm like a monster and like in a lift, just <laughs> I could be your worst nightmare there. Mostly yeah. be a kiss on the on the music that you want to hear. No, just me yapping up a storm, being like, "Are you dating anybody? Are you seeing anybody? Are you single? You're not available. Tell me everything." Um. Anyway, but uh, but so I watched in the back of lifts today, and what's incredible is well, you're so great in it, which is not what's incredible. Yeah, that's not incredible. that's not incredible about that. Was like, of course, but <laughs> playing a comedian, it could it could go badly. Yeah, it com- does a lot. Yeah, and I'll, but two things that that go badly. Yeah. It, no. Well. I'm not talking about that. I just mean being an actor and you're not a stand-up comedian in real life. Have you ever done stand-up comedy? In my early 20s. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Do you need to rework your whole question? No, I'm fine. It's just a tangential <laughs> conversation. But uh, but I just it's, feel like... But I haven't done it in like 15 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this weird little, uh, I don't know, muscle memory thing, like it's aching for another chance to get back into... Your your uh, conscious mind. Well, I, I know I'm doing strange things with my fingers. I like it. I don't like. Worry about it. But here's the two things: mm. music, being a musician in a movie, playing a musician and playing music in a movie, and playing a comedian doing stand up in a movie are two things that could very very easily and usually do go c- like crazy wrong. Mm. And you're just like, oh god, it's horrible. I can't watch this. Both like the the music and your comedy. This movie was so beautifully done. It was, it's so funny. The acting is so great. Meredith's, Meredith's really great in it. What's the name of the Oh, Wyatt. Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have... What's the name of the director? I'm Jeff thinking. Grace. Jeff Grace. I think he's going to be on the show. But it was... But you're funny. Like, there's no... Like, immediately out of the gate when the movie starts and you're doing stand-up, you're just so funny. That's nice you say. Yeah. One thing I learned, I think, by making comedies is that they should be funny. <laughs> oh my god when did you guys shoot that um we shot it like a year and a half ago okay in atlanta in atlanta mm-hmm. was it fun but didn't you drive no Atl- mm-hmm. well atlanta's not fun shooting the movie was fun but yeah i don't I, I never i haven't found a part of atlanta that i really feel like is amazing yeah but right. fuck, you know, I don't want to shit on Atlanta too Don't bad, too shit badly. on it. Listen. But, uh, yeah, but weren't you driving you're, weren't you driving a bunch of places? It's like you're it's like a no, road that's trip. movie magic. Just movie magic? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Um man. So I wanna it's like a love letter to you. It's a lot of questions. If you don't want to answer anything as you've already shown me, don't answer anything you don't want to talk about. Just tell me to fuck off. But like be gentle. Don't make me crumble. You know, okay. You know how sensitive I am. Mm-hmm. Don't look at my notes. Um so girls is over. How are you feeling? Tell me all this stuff. How was that experience? You directed some episodes and like I want to know. How about a little backstory for your listeners? Oh yeah, how do we meet? How do we meet? You tell the story first and then I'll tell the real story. Just kidding. <laughs> My <laughs> And I forgive you for everything in between. <laughs> forgive you for all of it. Okay, I'll keep mine very concise. Okay. And I'll try not to hyperbolize, but I think at some points I won't be able to resist. Okay, please. Is it going to be a mean story? Don't put me in a box. I don't know. Yeah, be you. Go for uh, it. I'm here. I don't think I've told you the story of how we met. Tell me the story of which how is we met. The, the, this is romantic. I, this is the, my, the audience I've been waiting for. Wish, wish, we were, wish you were available. <laughs> wish I was available. <laughs> the story goes well. Okay. Um, we met on the pilot of Girls. And uh, you were my girlfriend on Girls. And uh, we uh, needed to make sure that our relationship on the show was believable because <laughs> that's just how we roll as actors i'm a 
podcaster. <laughs> it's not what you told me. What? <laughs> Keep going. And so uh, it was really fun. We, we only did one day shooting. <clears throat> it was really fun. There was a lot of downtime. And uh, I like was so <clears throat> kind of amazed and marveled to be on such a big set that a friend of mine was making a pilot for HBO for. So there was this all wonder and amazement and enthusiasm <clears throat> that, uh, you know, was sort of taking up most of my conscious mind. But another big thing competing with all that was my flirtation with you that day. Really? Because whenever we'd have these downtimes, I would go and talk to you, mostly one-on-one, and then some asshole would poke their head in and I'd be like, buzz off, pal! <laughs> in my own very discreet, diplomatic, passive-aggressive way. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, um, I had like a little mini monologue that I need to deliver when um, when we're giving uh, Hannah the, pay- the uh, fucking opium. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the opium tea. And so I was like giving like like notes for the first time of the day, and then I went away from you to kind of try to figure out how to say things. Because the notes were like, just you know, riff on McDonald's. Yeah, Judd Apatow took you aside to yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I wanted to make sure I could riff about McDonald's. And as much as I enjoy your company, I'm gonna have to walk away from you now and pause, if not annihilate this flirtation. Because I don't know if you give me a second chance. I don't know if I deserve a second chance. But I said, you know what? I'm going to say McDonald's over Alexi. I'm going in. I'm going to find these jokes, hopefully. And then <clears throat> and then I lost you for a few hours. <laughs> this is all the day that we met, as I remember. And then we went to a party. You want to take it from there? Uh, yeah, I'll take it from there. Instead of me just telling the story, which is completely factually accurate. And I, you wanna, repeating the no, same factually I want accurate you to tell story. me. Tell me the rest of the story. <clears throat> tell me the rest no, of the story. No, you take it from here. No. Because anything you say won't be different than what I've already said. Okay, so Is that, that mansplaining when no, 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 I'm explaining no, no, no. how oh, we met. That. No, no, that was great. But then, okay, so oh god, but I want to hear your point of view. This is more fun for me. I'm living in my head all the time. Things really heated up at the party. Tell me everything. You were there. You lived it. Why don't you tell me? Okay, so we, you're like, there's this cool hip N plus one party happening, which mm-hmm. is like a literary journal thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. You're like, it's in Brooklyn. I think I was exhausted. I remember all this now. You saying, I want to go back to the hotel. I did, didn't I? I got my bags. I had my bags. This. Oh, my God. All this. I had an oversized. Oh, my God. It's all coming back to me. An oversized cream, cream colored cable knit sweater from Topshop made of cotton, not wool. Doesn't really help. And anybody's, if it's really cold, it would not help. Anyway, tight, (laughs) tight. Tight Mark Jacobs jeans um, and uh, and uh, I think Keds. Anyway. Looking good. Looking good. <laughs> okay. We get to the N plus one party. We are in Brooklyn. We are living our lives. Actually, turned out, turned out I knew a lot of people there. You run into uh, a guy and his girlfriend. Uh, now he's one of my friends, uh, Alex Ross Perry. Mm-hmm. And I decide to – and at the time I had my blog. I'm boy crazy. I was obsessed with. I really loved mm-hmm. doing it. And one of the aspects of that would be I was uh, I interviewed people. I just love people interviewing boys and talking about feelings and emotions and all and what and all of that, whatever. You were my gaffer. You you like held your phone up. I actually put this on my Insta stories the other oh, day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. And I interviewed Alex Ross Perry. And I think his girlfriend was in the background, who I'm also friends with now, or just whatever. But I think I was like coming on a little strong to her, to her boyfriend. I'm like, I'm gonna interview your boyfriend about feelings, like. And then she was just there, and you lit it with a. Whatever. Where's the story going? Uh, an, Anywhere? I, an iPhone. With an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do remember being your... your I, I thought I was your cinematographer, but if you want to demote me to a gaffer, oh, I mean, that's I was, fine. I was whatever. holding the camera, though, and conducting the interview. Yeah, you were and a camera gold. person, oh, and I was a cinematographer. Oh, and bo- okay. And both of your... It's true. It's true. Put me in my place. I deserve it. It's true. Um, also the director. You're doing the interview. I'm like doing a lot of things. So, don't get greedy. We had... Great chemistry as we do right now. Our comedic timing is perfection. It's like still calibrated, still fully calibrated. <laughs> oh my god! Even though he's picking his ear, which signifies that I'm ugly and fat and old. Uh, how dare you? Anyway, back to Brooklyn in 2000, whenever. Um, so I'm doing the interview with him, whatever. And I remember these are my internal thoughts that you were not privy to, but probably since I always externalize my my uh, internal monologue, I was like, "Wow, like you're what a person should look like." I felt like you and Alex Ross Perry just like look like guys out of a 70s movie which is like my favorite you know time in cinema or whatever Mm -hmm. like 
And I just thought, you're gorgeous. I thought you're the way a man should look. Your effortless, effortlessly chic style of dress was incredible. Am I derailing this conversation? You're derailing. Uh, I know, you're right. Nailing it, so. Nailing. <laughs> Aggressively like it. nailing Aggressively. this conversation. Um, so then, oh, we're at the party. I did have a crush on you. You had me in the bag, and then you talked too much. Then you mm-hmm. got a little yeah. too you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the you about at 70% of you. Well, then what happened was you were, like, nagging me too hard. No. Yes. No, that's where our Yes. No, no, no. Hold on. We're living our lives. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. Thoughts are percolating. Okay. So, oh, then, like, I still think I wanted to go home. But then we got invited to some dance party or something. Right. And I think, I don't know what happened. You you just like said some things. Like I, don't remember, I remember I was wearing Keds and we went to this dance oh, party. Yeah. We, went, we went to this dance party in Brooklyn and the like the black light hit my white Keds and I have very big feet. I wear size 11, but I'm 5'11". Right. If, I, if I didn't know, it tip over. It's just the truth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you, and I think the black light, I was like dancing with these like two Nordic gods, but maybe you were mad that I took my attention, my like loving, I mean, you're a boyfriend material. These guys were just like beautiful boneheads for a moment then maybe i got like sidetracked with them took my attention off you for a moment black light hits my bright white kids my my feet (laughs) my feet look enormous you either said something or i got very self-aware and self-conscious both could be true it's brave of you to say that then i changed into black black flats i changed into i'm like remembering details i don't even know if you remember i remember (laughs) my comment about you let me finish you asked me a question. <laughs> then I changed into black ballet flats, and you were like, "Really, black ballet flats? A little, a little out of style." And I was like, "I got nothing else. I just came from set. They asked me to bring different changes of shoes. I'm too scared to wear the white shoes now." And then you're making fun of my black ballet flats, and I thought, "I don't feel safe with this guy." Like it went from like I was madly in love with you. I really felt like you could see me. I really felt like he, you appreciated what I look like aesthetically, and we were a fit. I liked your style, even though you were dating somebody, but that was on the fritz or whatever. She was way too young for you. Who cares? Not to hear nor there. Anyway, I felt I went from this could be the guy. Right. This could be my. He's gorgeous. The way your brain works, very similar to mine, which is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, like the mm-hmm. way to have a brain function. I Not think. Not so subtle. A compliment to <laughs> yeah. self. But yeah. To you, actually. No, I know, but your brain works somewhere to mine, so you're coming to yourself. I, Let's I'm keep here. My compliments. So anyway, okay, so you're but then gorgeous. A cliff. Something but then, goes off a cliff. so then you know the fucking attack on the Mary Janes. You know my feet are big. What other cho- choices do I have? They're minimal. Okay. I'm glad we're going back to the sort of side of the trauma. So, mm-hmm. where, gonna, where everything changed. We're gonna nip this that is really trauma. helpful. This reparative therapy. We're getting right to the catharsis. We're gonna nip the trauma in the yeah, bud. Yeah. Um, but will you stop picking your ear? Because it makes me feel like... I have like... to do stuff with my body because <laughs> just moving my mouth oh, is not enough. Okay. So then we're in a cab together. I now feel completely like closed off to you. My heart is now no, closed to over. you. It's, it's over. over. Yeah. My heart is closed off to you. We're in a cab. And then I think like you just got out of the cab. I think I got sarcastic and I got like angry at you for like being mean about... I just didn't feel safe with you anymore. And I thought, why is he being so sarcastic? I was his to lose and you lost me. And then we're like, we got in a weird little argument in the cab about something. And then you like got out of the cab and took the subway. And I thought that was kind of hilarious. And, but then I think we're fine. And then when do we see each other again? Hold on. Let's just, and then we're going to, we can't just close the book on that. Yeah, You take it. I don't know what happened. That's my memory in my brain. Okay. Well, a few things. One is. We, you did fall in love with me? That arc that yeah. you described falling madly in love with me. <laughs> I did. Fa- no, you did. You said hyperbolic, you did. so I went with hyperbolic. I and did. And then just falling off a cliff is a very uh, common thing pattern. with you? Yeah. I could see it. Are yeah. you in therapy now? And, and, and for you, that whole arc up and down lasted probably like 11 hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, I lost you like probably like nine hours or 10 hours after we met. And yeah. It was like an hour of just like torturous downwards descent i was supportive of the apatow thing i was like my baby's got to do his thing yeah, he's got to thrive money. baby's got to thrive yeah if i'm gonna you know have the baby no resa- i felt no resentment from you when i walked away and never said, i didn't even like peace out i was like baby i gotta go and i, I was go like go. I, I, want to, yeah, I want you to yeah i want you to flourish okay going back to what happened so that whole cycle is like 11 hours that you now typically that cycle is the same but it, it's actually drawn over 
typically four to five hours. Oh. So you actually got a longer cut oh, really? than most. Yeah. Most women fall out of love with me around four or five hours, but somehow you stay. No, we, okay. that's not. There's more to talk about within our, our our relationship over the course of these years. We're getting that's into true. it. That's true. We're getting okay. in. But I just, the, the one thing I do want to say for reals about the feet, because I do remember that. I'm okay with them now, but tell me. Um, oh my God. I was really into you too at that point in the night. Oh my God. It went yeah. away for you when you saw my feet? See, we haven't changed at all. Okay, no, come, 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 guys. Keep going. Like this, we're still not ready to really become available for each other. <laughs> very, very obvious to me. Because, Keep you know, going. we're still, Keep we going. still got our fortresses up. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm open. I love you. Um, I love how tall you are. To me, um, eyes and height, very big deals on a woman. Very big deal. Aristotle doesn't care. I love that we're both like looking at Aristotle for something. He's like, leave me alone. Let me out of this. Aristotle, straight, gay man, straight oh, man. Straight. straight He's got a seven okay, year so relationship. Can I describe a woman? Some of this resonates. Your girlfriend looks exactly like me, Aristotle. We could both have bangs and a positive attitude. All right, keep going. Keep going. Um, so, uh, as a part of being tall, you have big feet. Yeah. So, and I talked to you earlier in the day about your height because I was giving you a lot of compliments. It's part of my flirtation that I don't even know of until later. But I do this. I notice it. I notice these patterns in myself. Yeah. And I commented on your feet as a compliment. The comment was a compliment. <laughs> oh, my God. Relax. I don't know why I'm talking like an angry <laughs> southern preacher. Yeah, I like but it. it's true. Yeah. And you took it as a neg. Yeah. And you're still taking it. As oh, no. Man. Now I'm good. Now I like there's even more to our arc of our story. though. And then you're like, I got black flats. I was like, what are you what, I, like? We were, we were all just sort of everyone was thrown off. We're just people living our lives trying to do the best we can. We're doing the best we can. And you know what? <laughs> we have insecurities. We have vulnerabilities. I have them. You know, I'm dancing in front of two Nordish fucking demigods. You don't you don't think that has an effect on me. I'm fucking human. That hurts. Then what happens? Don't hear from you for a while. You don't hear from me for a while? I don't know. I'm kind of making it up. I don't remember hearing then, from you for a while. Then you're visiting in L.A. You're in L.A. Months later. Months later. And we, like, get together. Oh, I think we had a few. Oh, oh wait. A Jones on third. God. Wait. And every time we hung out, I always had a boyfriend. I always had some kind of flirtation happening. This is the whole kind of bigger thing. Is like you were very squirrely in many ways. With it's, you? Yeah. You never made an honest move. Squirrely. 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 We, we kissed that first night at the party. We you, did? God damn, why don't you remember that? We kissed? Oh my God, my headphones. The hair's in the sounds of my ear now because I hit the thing. We did? I thought our first kiss was after. No, oh my God. We kissed, but it wasn't like a fully real one. I only remember. I said, Can uh, I kiss you for 10 seconds? And you're like, hmm. Are you serious? I'm so cool. How about I just put my lips on yours for 10 seconds and you could call it a kiss or not? And I was like, if she says no to that, I was like, I'm going to back away. That's enough. And she said, fine. And then we we did that for 10 seconds, which I am calling a kiss. Yeah. Well. That's worth mentioning. That is worth mentioning. And I can't believe I forgot that. No, that's hurtful. Um, Can you clear your throat, please? Oh, you're I, I so dropped, cute. You are I, so gorgeous. I, dropped, I wish I wasn't so sleepy today. I dropped in a little register for that line. It's, I don't really have he's, that fun. He's going guttural. It's getting real deep. Um, okay. Well, then. Why are you so unavailable? What's going on? I'm fully available. You're unavailable. Didn't she just say she's unavailable? You said you're unavailable. I was matching Aristotle. you're unavailable. Hold on. I'm going to wipe my nose. Close your eyes. Aristotle, you got it. Close your eyes. Wiping my nose. It's a post nasal drip. It's, a, it's allergies. You live in LA now. I mean, you have for a while, I think. Oh, my God. Oh, you look so much cuter and I'm not so sleepy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting all excited. Okay, so years later. Okay, so then, oh, then we were both wondering what's going to happen with the pilot, right? You're, you're like, are they bringing you back? Are they bringing me back? You got brought I mean, we knew what happens. We know what happens. You're on the show. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> um, but there was this funny, weird back and forth. Are you on your phone now? I'm just checking the time. Oh my but, God. But then I also found some text messages. But I'm not going to look into them. So. But I am thinking about them. We're having this really funny back and forth where you're like, oh, yeah, you came to L.A. We, we, met, we met at Jones on 3rd. Then we had another thing at M Cafe where we hung out. And it was always right. like, and I was always like unavailable because I w- had a boyfriend or something. I was like having a dalliance with someone else. And you were visiting from New York or wherever you were right. living. Where were you living? New, New York, Jersey. Probably. New okay. Jersey. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, whatever. 
Yes, I remember you liked the M Cafe a lot. I don't anymore. It's too much. I've, I'm done. And we went to John the Third, and I think maybe even before all that, we went to like a smoothie shop in Silver Lake. No, that was later. That was later. That was later when Dave oh, was with David Lowry, and then we met up. Right. Right. Okay, and here's where everything falls. Okay, so oh yeah, and then you had this joke where you're like. They had too many girls. Show's called girls. Too many girls. They needed a guy. I'm the guy. Not, not, it didn't need it's you. It's just a numbers thing. It's, it's really just a numbers, numbers thing. Thing. And I thought that was so funny. And I remember wanting to put that on, like, make a video of that. And you're like, I'm not making a video of that. But then you seem like you had a weird attitude. And you were talking about girls, not the show, like girls in your life or something. And uh, I don't know. You just seemed cranky or something. That, that not, day? I don't know. You just had like, I don't know. I was like... I think maybe it was supposed to be a date or it wasn't a date or you and I were hanging out and it was just like another friend hang and you were like, I don't know. I don't you remember. You seem like grumpy or cranky That's or passive aggressive. All of those things. I'm sure it was all of those things. We went on a long meandering walk in Silver Lake. That was nice. I remember that nice, that walk being very nice. Then we had a dinner at Pache years later. We had a really nice dinner at Pache. I don't know what you were going through romantically, none of my business, none of my listeners' business, whatever. You were single, I believe. Yes, you were single. For sure you were single. I was too. We had a nice dinner at Pache. Then you asked me to go to the Rye So Young thing. We're not going to go. Whatever. Relax. Everything's cool. We go to Rye So Young's, um, you're safe here, uh, movie, right? Some movie. You have an incredible memory. Well, now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, you, re- you remember like more details about the, you know, the initial time we met. I think okay. if you dove into a night, I could remember, but sort of ha- remembering okay. all these nights. So we go out to Pache. Things are great. You're like, hey, do you want to go to see this movie with me? And I was like, that's great. We go see a movie at the Arclight. You pick me up. We're living our lives. So we go see the movie. I think I was seeing someone but very casually. I didn't have a boyfriend. You're seeing a pattern of these stories. No. Every time we hang out, you're kind don't, of don't, sort of no, no, seeing no, no, no. someone. No, the, the other times we hung out beforehand, I had boyfriends. I was dating someone. This one was I had gone on a few dates with a guy, but I was single. You know the difference. There is a difference. Okay. There is a difference. I don't know if you presented it as such, but go on. What? Go on. Okay, so go we. On. So I'm right. I'm on a date with you. I consider this a date with you. So finally, I'm like, oh my god, all these years coming. Finally, okay, I'm, we are on a date, and we go to the after party for the Rye Rousseau thing. We have mutual friends or whatever, and then I run into the ex girlfriend of the guy that I. I'm dating. Like, there's like a guy that I've been like very casual. He, I was not his girlfriend. We never even became girlfriend and boyfriend. It was so casual, but we would date here and there. But I was nobody's to be, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm on a date with you. She mentions that I'm dating whatever her ex boyfriend or something. And you would ask me on another thing on another to go see Joe Swanberg's movie. Mm-hmm. This was like the weird, like, oh my god, are we really doing this? I'm going here. Doesn't matter. Tim, you're deep in it. I'm deep in it. I gotta go. I know. I know. So. You, in front of this girl, you rescind my invitation to the thing you had just invited me to. You're like, hey, we'll go to Joe's thing. And I'm like, great. I'll see Ty. I'll see Joe. It was great. Joe was at the – it was like, community, great, awesome. Like, And you ask this girl out on a date <laughs> no, right in front not. of me. I swear to God. And and you go, you, you're dating the thing. And I went, what? And then you're like vibing with this girl. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But it was so bizarre. And then the girl texts the, her ex-boyfriend, the guy that I'm casually dating, and she goes, oh, I want you and Alexi to come, so why don't you guys come with me and Alex? It'll be like this weird, awkward double date thing. She says that. I saw the text she sent to her ex-boyfriend, the guy I was dating. And it just turns into this night, and then he goes, oh, I don't want to go. That seems very awkward. And I'm like, oh, my God, I told Joe I'd go. And I had like this weird thing with Joe where I've like always flaked on things, and I was like, oh, my God, it's another thing I'm going to flake on when he's in L.A. We had our own... Oh, God, I don't even want to get into this thing. We had a make-out <laughs> later on that night. where That's when I felt like we first kissed. Can we air any of this? I don't think anything. Really? Think any of this yes, we can. None of it. No. It's up to Aristotle. It's usually always <laughs> up to Aristotle. Oh, yeah, but here's something magical you said to me. When we made out after the Arclight thing, you were like, I told Lena that there must be something so fucked up with you because my self-awareness and my sense of humor am i like i must be so insecure or something about like how my brain works you like to- give, told me this weird thing about how like i must not know that i'm good looking because i'm so fucked up and that's why i have i think in the way i do and that's why i'm funny do you remember saying anything like that no but i could see myself saying yeah that. and yeah. i like agreed with you i was like i thought that was a, an interesting compliment that i got i feel like i've gotten over the insecurities of the other stuff mm-hmm but anyway, and then that whole night just spiraled into a, and then I was like, irritated by you. But then I'm now I'm not. 
That was so many years ago. Now I just think you're adorable and lovely and I don't know. Keep it going. No, that's it. I mean, do you remember anything of that night? Do you remember? Yeah, no, you really uh, kind of cocooned me in an emotional bath because I remember a lot of it. Yeah, it's true. Thinking about it in in what ways I've changed, in which ways these patterns are stubborn. Yeah, think about all those things. Leaving room for a cut in case we want to cut this out, even though we're probably cutting the entire thing. I just remember when you were at my house, we did not have sex, everybody, none of your goddamn business, but we did make out that there was like another girl texting you. And I think she seemed angry. And then looking back, I went, wait a minute, did he wrong some other girl? And then I felt wrong. Like, I don't know. It was like this weird. Do you know what I'm talking about? This stuff I don't know. You're talking okay, about. never mind. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to your house and leaving the next morning. We didn't have sex. We then. did not have sex. But I remember that. I don't remember like confusing and potentially um, uh, uncomfortable texts. But I'm sure they were there. It was like some girl trying to get a hold of you and she seemed like like so upset. And I was like, oh, I wonder what she's upset about. And then I was like, then the next morning I was like, she's Look, been wrong. There were times in my not so recent past where there was just like, I was making up for lost time, you know, a man who lost his virginity when he was 23 years old, you know, making up for lost time. It's good we're doing this. And, uh, you know, (laughs) that, that ebbs and that flows. Sometimes I meet a girl and I'm really into her and then I'm just like, put it all here. And then the, and then the times between those monogamous relationships, it's a lot of making up for lost time. Yeah. And I think what you're, the morning you're describing, I'm sure was in the middle of one of those storms. In fact, almost maybe every time I hung out with you. Yeah, <laughs> oh God. And storms. I had protected myself every other time. And then this one time I got sucked in. I was like, oh, my God, this could be. And then I was like, I was like, oh, no. I got sucked into the madness. I'm like, but I'm Alexi. I deserve mm-hmm. better. I can't believe right. it. No one sucks me out of my own madness. Right. <laughs> but then, then when did everything go right again? Um, oh, I saw you at Noel Wells' party, and then I just saw you. Then I, I didn't see. Oh, I saw you with David Lowry, and I was like, "Ugh, that guy!" I just yeah. felt so wronged and disrespect by you. And I thought, why would he be like that with me? Like, I just adore you, and I'm like on your mental level. I don't know why I'm saying these things, but I felt wrong. Like when I saw you with David Lowry, I was irritated. Then I saw you at Noel Wells, and a lot has changed for me. Like, even though I might be how I was or how I'll always be. But then I just saw you and I went, oh, my God, Alex Karpovsky is so great. I just love looking. I love seeing you. And then I was like, I adore him. And It's nice seeing you, too. Yeah. But I remember – and I, it's nice driving around L.A. and seeing you on billboards. It's like a little Don't dose. change the subject. <laughs> it's just a little dose of Alexi whenever I need it. There she is. There I'm I surprised am. across that's, the airplane that's, aisle. That's no accident. I'm just, you know, seat 24B. There she is in 24C just looking right across the aisle at me. Sweet. But I remember – us turning a, I don't know if anyone except the people who are this is living great. inside our minds. Who cares? I'm, okay, this this, I'm marrying all of this. No, this Nobody's been us. exposed except for me and you. <laughs> and I love it. And you're gorgeous. And I adore you. Um, and that's why you're going to star in my movie. That's how you make it up to me. And by the way, you were exact. Our chemistry, unbelievable. Our chemistry. Remember at as the friends. Bob Barker Theater, the <gasps> Marionette Theater. Oh, that's, that's where we turned Oh, that's where corner. we turned, turned a corner. And uh, You still, yeah. And you know how we did it in my non-revisionist, completely accurate view of history? Yeah. Alexi took the high road. And you looked at me and then you came up to me and you said, hey, let's be friends again. I didn't think you used those words, but that was the jam. Yeah. And it was an olive branch that you extended my way, which I'm very grateful for. Really? Thank heavens you're more mature than I am. Were you mad at me? Because I didn't no, do anything we just wrong. Had this, we had this like thing that was icy for years that we even forgot why it was so... Well, I just told you. Right. So maybe we should be icy again. No, no we don't no, have no, to. No, no, no. That's not the walk away from the story. Yeah. The takeaway. But were the you point pissed? is, you took the high road. Just take the fucking compliment. I know. Thank you. You. Took, the high, you took the high road. You said, hey, let's be cool. I think after that, we saw each other at Noel's party. That's true. Yes. We'd already, we were already laying the groundwork for being cool. Which you started. So I think that allowed the Noel Wells night to feel nice. Now, do you feel any remorse for potentially confusing me and maybe hurting my feelings or making me feel wronged? Absolutely. Oh, that's all I want to hear. Just know that it wasn't coming from a place of maliciousness. It was coming from a guy who's 
insecure and working through stuff. And, I love uh, you. All he can do is talk about his issues on podcasts so he can learn about them and then make adjustments following that because he's not really in therapy and he doesn't, you know, talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. So this is where he gets a little bit of um, perspective. Let me just say, this is where we're at right now. This is how I feel about you. You are gorgeous. You're hilarious. You're the way human beings should look. You're stylish. You're smart. I want nothing but the best for you. And uh, I don't know. That's very nice of you to say. I'm going to give you compliments later, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Just saying it because you said it. Um, but you will get them. He just checked his phone and that negates everything. <laughs> yeah, well, leave it. Thank God you weren't wearing your headphones because I am, and that was how it hurt. <laughs> um, so, what's that? You did a Coen, a Coen Brothers movie, you say? <laughs> and you tell. I'm going to read this. <laughs> oh my god why are your hands so sweaty um, is, that what, is that what it means when you're falling in love um why are you take your watch off so I, so, you, so i can look at the watch without, gonna... without you making a big deal oh i am looking at this clock what time oh, do you, clock when do we have to get you out of here and we're not cutting uh, anything no we have plenty of time we're, you're uh, out of here latest I'm having a very nearby lunch at 1 30 which is so at 1 30 away from now yeah okay so we need to get you out of here by 1 15 1 20 that pumps us really has to do what does the publicist really has to do a little bit more work? She she let me know. know. She doesn't know when I'm having lunch. All right, we talked about love. We talked mm. about our sordid, exciting. This could cast. also be a part one. You can bring me back at some point oh, for part two. Really? You know, like those really important guests get two parters. Would you do me that honor and privilege? Yeah. Would you really come back? Yeah, of course. I feel we're just getting revved up here. Are you? You'll never come back. I'll never. Why do you say that? I don't know. You'll come here with a flock of floozies. I'll be like <laughs> your harem. I'll be like, uh, we Deborah. This is, <laughs> this is uh, Stacy. And uh, what's your name again? Oh yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my <laughs> is that god. <laughs> but like, could we be in love? Could what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better that we're friends. Some of my best friends are guys that I like. Make sure I. Or we've made out and we don't ever have sex because we know it's like this is better off as a friendship. Then yeah, we can just I laugh. Don't know that. Sure. Oh, I just want to laugh. Mm-hmm. If we were to have sex, I just want you to be. Maybe maybe our jokes will be even funnier after we have sex. Well, if you return my text and treat me with respect <laughs> and yeah. and hold me in high regard. Yeah. Okay, we just maybe lost just Alex. Okay, maybe. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Okay. So what was the Coen Brothers movie? What movie? <laughs> what Coen Brothers movie? Were, what was that experience like? Well, I was uh, I did Inside Lewin Davis, mm-hmm. where I played a um, Jewish man. Very cool. In fact, the script uh, when I went in for the auditions on the sides, they described my character as Alex Karpowski. I can't girls. remember his name now. I'm trying to remember his name, but whatever it is. And then the description was extremely Jewish looking man. And then my agent called us. I think I got something. We for got you. a job for you, kid. <laughs> Are you Jewish? So. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's a running theme on girls, I've noticed. They've made it into one without really, I don't think, a lot of forethought. But that uh, I'm Greek Orthodox. My character, Ray Plashansky, is Greek Orthodox. Mm-hmm. He claims he's Greek Orthodox, but nobody believes him. And everyone thinks he's just sort of a self-hating Jew that um, doesn't have the courage in today's Brooklyn yeah. to, be, um, to, to be a Jewish man. In fact, I'm called a kike in uh, one episode. You are? In the season? I clearly don't watch the show. Yeah. No, I... It's okay. I don't have HBO right. Go. It's okay. Give me I know. your code. I understand. I'm waiting right, to find... Your... What? Okay. <laughs> I understand. I'm waiting to watch the whole season. Right. Waiting with bated breath. The whole season or the whole series? The whole season. I've seen, the, I've seen everything up until this final season. <sighs> Let's go back to the Coen Brothers. Let's go back to the Coen Brothers. So um, I did that. Like, what I, was that like? I, they're like probably a top five for me, and yeah. If not top three, and it's certain days top two. Filmmakers of all time. I yeah. Just like I grew up, like loving their movies and quoting them. <clears throat> so you know, to be acting one of those movies is like one of those. The, the way that I personally like the, my biochemistry response to those types of environments is I go into like this dissociative thing. Oh, wow. Where I'm just like, uh, I, I don't, it's like maybe it's a form of shock. I don't know what I'd it is. I'd be terrified. But, uh, but it, 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 it puts you into a, ser- it puts me into sort of the serene place because all the emotions come later for me. Is that what it's like when you have sex with you? <laughs> yeah. I basically become a very uh, aloof and dissociative. <laughs> me too. God. And then after I climax, that's when um, 
I know. Ever, all the real feelings come. <laughs> Do they? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, you did you know, that thing. <laughs> you, you know. Stop picking your ear. You know, it's just be you. I don't want to tell you who to be. Yeah. I've got to be You're me while you are you. You're saying at the same time. It's no. Like, don't pick your ear. Just be yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm I know. Pick a lane. But I know, but what I keep, do you want from me? I know. But I just have this weird feeling like somehow your, your fingers are going to end up in my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, no, they were in his ear. I <laughs> forgot. Unless is. I jam these down your, which I won't. I'll ask you for permission before I do that. Anyway, my point is this. Mm-hmm. I've noticed with Lena, with a lot of really good directors that – all types of directors, in fact. Inevitably, you'll catch them in this moment where they'll be lost in their thoughts. I thought I heard a burping. I thought I heard somebody clear their throat. Was that you? Disgusting. And the directors will just be kind of like, I don't – like I'm trying to figure out this problem in front of me and then – after they come out of that momentary trance, they deliver a very succinct note to a crew member or an actor or producer or whoever. Mm. And you catch them in these moments of like thinking. But with when you're directed by a duo, and I've done it with the Coen brothers twice on, on, on two movies and also with these amazing directing duo from L.A.'s own Highland Park called The Daniels, who I think are just amazing. And they made this movie called Swiss Army Man. Same thing is uh, you start... <clears throat> The difference with – you catch them in moments of thought, but because there's two of them and they work intimately with each other, you actually get them – hear them uh, verbalize their inner thoughts to the other person. So it's almost like you're crawling inside of a cinematic mind. And in the case of the Cone brothers, you're crawling inside of a mind of a real genius. Like these guys are just brilliant. They've invented their own language of cinema, you know, and they make amazing movies. So that part of it was specifically fulfilling for me. And then – and then I got to do it again on Hail Caesar afterwards. Oh, my God. Um, and, and so that's its own little, uh, you know, piece of euphoria for me is that, like, the people you really love like you enough to bring you back to do something. Oh, that, my God. That makes you feel good. You know? I realize I'm not seeing enough Coen Brothers. Or, or we're reading my Wikipedia page. So um, I, I mean, I know you're in these movies, but... Uh, I'm using a tissue now to clean my ear. It's okay. What's happening in there? Just, like, know, just, goopy weirdness? So if you're my boyfriend, I could pop zits on your back, or would you be like, I, I want to pop them? I don't get zits on my back. I but if I had to comparable, there's a there's a trash can, a bin, as they say in uh, <laughs> in Lisbon. <laughs> um, yikes! But you direct too. I direct. You write and direct. I write and direct. So tell us about uh, yeah, and like, what's the difference between? Do you just do you prefer acting? Is it just so much easier just to show up and be? Yeah, I think both are really fun. Like, I think it is really nice to show up and, like, goof around. Yeah. And if you do it, like, on a TV show, they'll inevitably be, like, your friends if they aren't already. So, like, goof around with your friends and work on a project that hopefully people are talking about is the best thing in the world. Yeah. I think. So, if that can, if if another opportunity like that manifests, I'd be an idiot not to seize it. And I also think even if you're just working on a movie or anything, like, it's just nice to, like, Improvise and goof around and have fun and and make jokes and pretend like you're someone else. And basically, you're doing 3% of the work and getting 97% of the attention. So it's a pretty good racket at the end of the day. So And also, I'm a low-level to moderate to highly aggressive narcissist. So I also need that. Are you really? Yeah. Aristotle's leaving. Aristotle's like, I've had enough. Yeah. We're done here. Um. I'm just going to wait for Aristotle to make all these little things. Give me directing advice if I'm going to direct something. You are? Yeah. So give me all your words of wisdom based on your own experience. How many movies have you written and directed? Five. Five. Five features. If you asked a specific question. No. Okay. I won't. I just want like things that you learn that you feel like, oh, God, that every time you do. I don't know. It's off the top of your head. Weird words of wisdom. I work better within categories. Look, I think a mistake that I made on my first movie is that I wanted to shoot everything chronologically. Give me a name of this movie. What's your The whole story. Okay. H-O-L-E. Good luck finding it. I oh. tried a few days ago. That was like 45 minutes of just like cyber rage. Oh, right. Anyway, yes. that's not the point Go of the story. On. Yes. The point of the story is it's a hidden masterpiece. Yeah. No, but I, what I learned the hard way was that it uh, is uh, don't shoot your movie chronologically. Well, actually, I think it's really – I want to do chronologically for the right reasons um, because there's going to be improv and there's going to be some things that we figure out as we go. And if your production and your schedules allow for you to do that, wonderful. But uh, – you know, you make a lot of mistakes as you're making a movie and you're 
you get better and your team gets more chemistry as you keep going along. And the first scene of a movie is so fucking important. The first two or three scenes of a movie are just critical because that's when the audience makes most of their decisions and they make two little boxes for the rest of their viewing experience. It's like piling on good stuff or keep tearing apart what I don't like. Yeah. Synthesis versus analysis. You know, are we going to synthesize everything that we see from here for, here forward into one unified world that you've really um, convincingly created for us? Or am I going to analyze and tear everything apart from one another and see it as all just another criticism and another yeah. failure? So anyway, don't shoot your first few don't shoot your first few scenes early in your production schedule. Okay, is a note that I think is um, important. As a director, so when you worked with the Daniels, when you worked with. Mm-hmm. The Coen brothers, what did you learn when you were watching them work? What did you realize for yourself? Like, oh, when I – because do you plan on writing, directing more movies next? Mm-hmm. Like, what's – yeah, I'll well, ask you that two, question. Those are – I mean, that seems like – Like when you watch them, you went, oh, wow, oh, my God, I had no idea. Or I'm going to do this now differently moving forward in my own directing. Look, I think the Coen brothers are their own thing because – I'm sure you could have learned something. Well, I uh, – Look, I think Don't leave. most of the people who act in a Coen Brothers movie, I think, and I could be wrong, I don't have the data, Wouldn't know. they've seen the Coen Brothers movies, <laughs> and they know the language of a Coen Brothers film. Are you burping? I was. Disgusting. And so they don't kind of need to be directed usually that much. Yeah. Because tonally, like, the body of work directs itself. You know, when you've made a lot of it. Like, I think on Woody Allen movies, from what I... That's next for you. I I can't imagine he's directing you unless you're doing something wrong, although I have no idea. And I know from the limited experience of my Coen Brothers movies, is like, you know, they don't need to direct that much anymore because they're, everything is... We're in, a, we're in a Coen Brothers movie. We know what that means. We've read the script. And we're also here for a reason. We auditioned and did something well. I'm talking about, like, the players like me who, like, audition. Totally. Not, not the George Clooney's who, like, don't audition. So, like, uh, so it's different to compare, like, them from, like, the Daniels. Like, the Daniels are, like, these two. What movie? They did Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man, yeah. And they do incredible music videos. And they're going to be huge. They're Aren't great. they doing the next? Uh, Probably. The, what's the thing? The uh, Star Wars, right? Are they? I don't know. That's what I heard. Aristotle says no. What? I heard it was to, they do commercials too, right? Aristotle, punch it into the machine. Yeah, punch that shit into the machine, Aristotle. But, you know, if you said that to me, I wouldn't be totally shocked. I'd be a little shocked, but Lauren, I wouldn't be totally shocked. Yeah. Aren't they directing when Lawrence Kasdan is writing with Aristotle, his son, Jake? give it to us. That's what I heard. Anyway, that's, they're That's great. from Raya. That's info I got from Raya. <laughs> from a little DMing. Are, new, are they getting into the newsfeed business? Are you on Raya? No, not anymore. I lurk. Yeah, it's fun to lurk. It's a loneliness eliminator, I think. Oh, it's fun to. It also it's a nice thing to do through downtime sometimes. True or false? Character you played in Tiny Furniture, based on Ty West. Uh, inspired. All right, but could... I think that's a question for Lena because I didn't know Ty West uh, until after the movie. Yeah. Well, I met him like a week before we were supposed to film. Who's yeah. Who's cuter? You or Ty? Ty's so cool. I mean, I... I'm just kidding. Ty's just got this confidence about him that I find very alluring. Um, I like Ty a lot. Yeah. He was a little icy to me at first, but I think now we're in a good spot. Like you and me. Yeah. I but, never see you again. But we, we kind of bolted out of the gates, then get into a cool spot, and now we're, we're, we're yeah. where we are. Me and him never had that first just you know ball of passion that you don't even remember too well. I can't believe you kissed me for 10 seconds. Yeah. It's going to be great just being your friend. Married. Okay, we got to wrap things up. We got to wrap things up. We got to get you out of here. We got a hard out. How long do your interviews usually last? I mean, usually like an hour and a half, two hours tops. I feel like this is the most Marini type one I've done because we're like reconciling something. Like we're like working through. Most of them are more sort of structured. Most of them are just like not structured. There's always, they're always like a meandering, tangential romp of a conversation or whatever. And I do have things I want to I ask the person about that I've we, ha- we have a good 10 minutes. If you want to kind of go to the, if you, the secretary and you want to just go through the this secretary list. secretary and me, how dare you? Oh my God, no. Executive administrator. Ex- oh my <laughs> God. Uh, I'm actually a little hazy because I did Getting Doug with High. Mm-hmm. With Doug Benson's like, have you done this? I did it like a, two weeks ago. Oh my God. I never smoke pot. Yeah, it's not for me. It. Yeah. Did, but you do. I do smoke pot. I like pot. I was like... Why do people do this? It's so difficult. 
this uh, drug? Why do they do this drug? Or I mean, why do they do this interview? No, the, the it was just like too much. Like I just was like at one moment I was like internal. I just smoked too much. I went it's too far. It's a very strong drug. Did you and his, and his shit's really strong. I did know. you smoke the sativa or the in, Inca? Indica? I did. Okay, a hit of a hybrid spliff. Then I did two hits of a hybrid joint. Then a hit of a so boring, so boring. A hit of a sativa, a CBD pen, a bong. All. I did it. It was well, just like, and also I admire I how big you went, but well, like you shouldn't have done that. Well, I smoked DMT, so I thought I'm brave enough to try pot now. And like it was like way scarier the pot because it was like it was like I was on mushrooms. Cause I was right, like, but there's also like a video camera. Like when you did DMT, there wasn't a video camera, right? There probably was, and the guy didn't tell me. Like it's probably a drone lurking. I was like, I don't want to do this. It's not what I signed up for. <laughs> the great like new um, girls gone wild, just yeah. videotaping girls <laughs> on DMT <laughs> with DMT. drones. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna idea. say webcams hidden into the fire. Alert, smoke detector. Remember when this podcast was bumping? <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. Oh, man. Do you ever think you're going to get married? What are you working through now? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get married. Right now, I just have a stomach ache. Stomach, stomach ache. You have a t- stomach ache? <laughs> like, I, I'm more of stomach and tummy. What? Okay. Do you want to have kids? Um, you don't. Let me answer for you. I don't on think. the fence. On the fence? Yeah. If I find out I'm not able to have kids, I'm actually going to be, oh, my God, I don't even put this energy out there. But I'm doing it. If I were to find out this Friday on my phone call, my gynecologist getting my results back from all my, my pap smear or whatever, if I found out that I'm not able to have children, I think it would be such a like, well, cool. I don't fucking worry about that anymore. Right. But it'd be a relief, but also a sadness. It would be, a bit, it'd be sad, but at the same time, like the the positive outlook on it would be like. Well, I can take this fucking pressure, this burden put upon me that's only put upon women. I can I can be like, oh, great. Well, then I have no choice but to just like keep moving forward yeah. as opposed to like feeling like I'm at odds with myself while I'm doing all the things I'm doing. Right. What is next? Are you writing something? Are you directing something? I just want to like know what's next for you. Um, and yes, you're coming back. Oh, this is just I mean, you're going to end up being my sidekick. You're going to exactly. take, take over the whole show. <laughs> love, love Alexi just goes. Aristotle, just, change the locks. No, just erase, coming back too often. Just erase the eye. It's just love Alex from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an easy fix. But uh, yeah, tell me everything. What's that? You live in Los Angeles now, so we can I be together. I live in like I'm very happy in I, Los Angeles. I love it here so much. How come you like it more? It's just so different. It's just so different from where I grew up in Boston, which is this just flat, gray, cold, sad place. Yeah. And this to me feels like the opposite of all that. And New York is kind of like a bigger, it became a bigger, a bigger sadder, colder, grayer, angrier place uh, for me personally. I just got sick. I was there for 17 fucking years. Yeah. That enough. ain't nothing. Yeah. It ain't, ain't nothing. nothing. So you got to switch gears. You know, I'm 52 now. I want to try something different. You are not 52. <laughs> no. I'm 120. It's a crazy thing. Who knows? I don't want to know how old you are. Um, so I, re- I really like uh, I really like how um, hilly and green it is. And I like the fact that a lot of my close friends are now here. Um, and you were roommates with Meredith, right? And Wyatt? No. Jeff? Grace? Um, I'm getting it back when to When do I get to answer my own questions? I don't know. Oh, I don't even know what I'm asking yet. Go, 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 go. After, uh, so Meredith and I, we all lived together when we made the movie in Atlanta. We lived in a house. And then when we moved back to LA, we were, me and Meredith were roommates for a month or two. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We, we threw a party. You went to that party. No, I didn't. Okay, sorry. Wasn't invited. I didn't know you guys yet. Or maybe I did. Oh, you knew me. Well, you didn't invite me. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the invite. You wronged me and then don't invite me to the party. Why would you want to feel those negative vibes from me potentially? I Why think would you I don't go remember the invitation? Really? Yeah, I'll look it up after this. Yeah, make sure to. Yeah, screen grab that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's next for you then? Um, I'd like to keep writing and directing and acting. Um, I directed an episode of Love last month, which was really fun. You did? Yeah, I had oh a my blast. G- oh, my God. It was so fun. God. Really, really fun. Those guys are um, not only really talented, but just that they have a good time on their set, which is really great. I think it really helps things. Has it aired yet? No, it's uh, it's season three, which I guess airs about a year from now or something. Well. A long time from now. Exclusive. What's your name of your podcast? Love Alexi, you asshole. <laughs> That's not the whole name. It's actually just Love Alexi. Do you ever go to naked Korean spas? Well, not naked for you. 
<laughs> Do you ever go to Wee Spa? I went to Wee Spa once on ecstasy, and I, it was the only time I got sad on ecstasy. Oh my god, that place is not relaxing. I went last night, completely discombobulated. I saw these Asian families like huddled together. I got like this like dystopian like end of civilization vibe. Like the people living there, or they're waiting for their flights to Korea. I don't know what's going on. I'm Mark that as a cut. <laughs> We have to I'm edit not, that out. <laughs> I'm not saying anything racist, I don't think. It's just like there are people, there are family, like there are people that are at four in the morning on drugs, on MDMA. Yeah. And then they're just like families huddled together, like trying to like make sure there's enough water for everybody. Yeah. That's it's no strange. fun. That's not fun. I don't want to do ecstasy around that, nor do they want to see me. Fucking rolling. Fucking rolling around their kids. You do, ecstasy, you do ecstasy still? No. At 57? Should I do ecstasy? I, I do it like once a year. Just to make sure I still even have like pleasure centers. <laughs> Just to make I'll help sure you find there. your pleasure center. No, I'm not falling back into that trap. I'm not falling back into that trap. Well, God, I will love it. <laughs> That's the old Alexi. The new Alexi is <laughs> <laughs> comatose, dead, dull, boring, protected. Right. You will never hurt me again. You will never, ever hurt me. <laughs> I love Welcome to the new. Oh my god! I can't believe this. Oh my god! Wow. What is it going to take for me to? If I have to sleep with you for you to play the role in my movie. Yeah, I think it might have to come to that. Do I have to sleep with you for you to play the role as Theo Max? I don't view it as you have to. It's just a way for us to, to be like comfortable connect. learning. That's true. We can read to lines be together. Creative together. Oh my god! The role is Theo Max. You're going to love it. Okay, those are two names that I do like. They're both good names. Put them together. Powerful. <laughs> is Max my last name or is that like two first names? Hey, it's malleable. Hey, read the script. <laughs> read, actually, don't read this version. I'm going to send you a better version. But anyway. Oh, that's always a red flag. No, no. I'm you want to be my movie? Wait, if you haven't read it yet. <laughs> I've had a few table reads. No. Noelle Wells was there. She loved it. She's wonderful. Incredible. Rosanna Arquette is on board. She's playing mm-hmm. the mom. You're going to love it. Anyway, I'm not, I you guys, I'm not going to have sex with him right now on the podcast. We'll revisit this later. The point of the thing is we're wrapping up. You've got you a lunch. We'll revisit it later. No, listen, we're in a good spot. The moral of the story is thank you for being on the Love Alexi it, podcast. It was my pleasure. I had a lot of fun. Part one only. Um, part one only. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for part two through ten <laughs> because it's going to blow you away. Do you regret this? No. Are you kidding? We learned a lot about myself and you and how people protect themselves. I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for being here, Alex. Kropowski. It was my pleasure. Till next time. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. What? <laughs>